Antonio, go. Thank you very much. (laughs) Here on the headline. Yeah, right. Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage. Let's see. It's March something, and it is warm out today. Oh, it was was hella warm today, yo. It was wicked. My name's Lucas, yo. It was hella warm. It was tight. It was tight, bro. It was tight. It was tight. I was on my Jigsaw. Yeah, you're looking a little cooked there. Yeah. So hey, this is Liza. Today we got Doug. Yo, hi. Antonio. Yo. Knock. Hey. And Adrian. Hello. So, oh yeah, it's oh, the weather's so nice today. Uh Doug and I actually went for a ride this morning. This morning. You actually ride here we- too? I I'm gonna admit <laughs> I work on bikes so much that I forget to go ride sometimes. Ooh. Tragedy. Riding um, is the 10%. <laughs> I know. Well, when you have a Harley, yeah. Oh. oh. Um, you would know. Riding you had in the truck. And speaking of which, I w- it was such a nice ride that I'm thinking we should do it once a month. Just our lazy day Sunday ride down the coast. Because uh, I was saying, oh, we need to take the GoPro for other people to know. Like, you leave this garage... Go two blocks to the ocean and make a left, you know? Nice. And it's, we did that nice just ocean drive um, mm-hmm. all the way down East to Capitola and had a nice breakfast. And we took, I took the SR500 and he took it Crunch, the CB400T. CB400T, yeah. Right. And they didn't arrest you for entering Capitola with that. No. And we knew we were, here's Capitola. the thing, we like to, up the risk factor a bit mm-hmm. so he took a bike that's not recharging and doesn't have enough battery power to start if and i took a bike with no starter, battery if you hit, if you kill it and hit the starter it goes you get one wrong that's it <laughs> and she and took the bike that you can yeah i took the bike with, with no battery <laughs> i too like to live dangerously <laughs> pretty much how we roll here you know um just and it was just just cruising you know and you because we get so into our performance bikes a lot, and goddamn Lucas, he gets us into it. But mm. you know how we're always talking about getting Lucas to appreciate other bikes, yeah. which which is why I said, you know, we're going to do this once a month. We could put Lucas or knock. You know, everyone can hop on a different bike, trade bikes, just do a casual ride, even like a cruise, just cruising, yeah. cruising, just a mellow hey, cruise. Even Jake can that. come on the moped. Do that. It's so weird. sidewalks. Yes. It. No. Um, no, okay. no, that that's coming up in June. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It was nice though, so I want to do that once a month. Start doing a lazy day Sunday morning coastal ride. What time did you guys get together this morning? No, we, we left at like nine thirty. <clears throat> oh, cool. Where'd you guys go? Just down there. Just Capitola. Yep. We were gone for about an hour and Sounds a half. But, you know, we cool. just. But just you know, as we're just watching the surfers and all the people out walking and just going, God. Dang, we're just so lucky that it's so pretty here, what, you know. What time was that? Nine o'clock, you said? Nine we left at about 9.15, And with the loss of an hour of sleep, yeah. what was that? you know, it kind of sucked Bikini getting Row. up. <laughs> That's my nickname for Westcliff. Bikini Row. Yeah. Bikini Row. I mean, but Monterey has Cannery Row, so you can get Steinbeck and Tuna. Yeah, what's but, history when you got... <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> what's Bikini history when you got surfers? bikinis? But here's yeah. the thing. Somebody like Lucas, who just likes sport bikes and that riding... I think if we get him out there 
on any of these bikes and just cruise. I think he'll have a new appreciation for the bike. What? And okay. Can I place $5 on him target fixating off the cliff? <laughs> you know, no, I don't think his bike is you'll win. Because it's a No, we'll bike. have to put It'll him on. No, no, no. Not his bike. Oh, okay. No. Um, we'll put him on another bike. Yeah. Like the, the SR or the Cafe or I something. I want to take his then. That, that thing. The yeah, how did you like that? I love the Bumblebee. I rode that thing twice. I learned how to kickstart it today. I learned how to put it on uh, the let's, let's just revisit that knock. <laughs> oh, that was great. So, um, there were, okay, knock, there. I'm not, not, no, not knocking not you here because you totally this is something should. that totally we're used should. to at the shop, and oh, this yeah. is pretty atypical. How many people don't know how to use a center stand and how to yeah. pick the bike up? Because that's honestly, that's something older bikes usually, you know. Um, yeah, I've, I've never owned a plus 500-pound bike. Exactly. So, you know, most so, people don't. And I, we've just learned, don't assume people know how to use a center stand. You don't know. Experienced riders don't yeah. know. So that was fun. That to was cool. Teach you how to do that. Yeah. Um, and then how to kickstart a bike is a whole nother skill level. Yeah. I've kickstarted a single, and I was thinking, like, it's a triple. Oh, I go to find top dead center. And you're like, what? what are you, you're just being an idiot right now. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Just kick this thing, and let me show you. And so, yeah, I got schooled on that, but eventually learned how to uh, kick it over. It was awesome. Yeah, but you found you found the secret sauce for that bike. Oh yeah, so every bike's got a secret sauce. That's one of the things that, um, as one of the more experienced riders here, I'm always trying to teach people that. And Antonio, you may get this. You have to sense the bike. I mean, I don't want to get too yeah, like yeah. Santa Cruz. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're, no, no, we did that in other episodes. Check your chakra at the door. But <laughs> you have the <laughs> bike communicates door. to you. It yeah. does. I mean, you, you you sometimes you can tell by the exhaust note if you're, you know, run a little bit too much of this or sometimes you can tell that yep. you know, if it's doing a little bit of this, the valves are starting to get out of, you know, tune and then you got to crack just a hair of throttle or yeah. You know, if, if, the, if the kick is getting a little hotter, you, you, you're you building too much compression. On the triple, you <clears> have to just gun the throttle when you kick. And on the SR500, you can't touch the throttle when yeah. you kick. Does it have a pump? No, it will flood. Okay. And a lot of people hold on to the grip. And just when they come down on the kicker, they turn it not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, they give it the Fonzie. See, that's what but it's just... Yeah. <laughs> the Bumblebee needs it, and I wasn't yeah. doing that. Right. You have oh. to learn every bike's little intricacies, and that's something I love. Every new bike I get, learning how it yeah. communicates with you. Yeah, as it's well like you're having like a conversation with your checklist. checklist. Like, okay, okay, two kicks, nothing. <clears throat> Doesn't need a little bit of gas. Oh, wait, that was closer. Okay, maybe it needs quarter throttle. So, yeah. On the same token, that's one of the reasons I like the bikes with less cylinders. Because I feel like you feel it a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, love that. Some folks even say, like, uh, more than two cylinders is worthless. Um, I mean, because um, I used to ride that um, Ducati 900 SS, the twin. Mm-hmm. That thing communicates all day, man. It's sending Braille <laughs> up your butt. You know what I mean? Oh. And... Then I remember I hopped onto like one of Rich's R1s, and it almost felt like an electric motorcycle to me. Mm-hmm. Like the digital. Yeah, no, they're so smooth. Yeah. It's so smooth, and if that's what you want too. But I almost felt like sensory deprivation. Like oh, I had God. no connection oh, with that beast. That you know? sensory deprivation is 
eliminated when you're, you know, hitting a buck 80. <laughs> when you're like <laughs> there's plenty of sliding. There's, yes, exactly. You need every sensory whatever when you're not to hit a car going 180 miles an hour or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about what we did today. Douglas, what'd you do today? Oh, man. <laughs> did a bunch of stuff. Well, we, after the ride, we started setting up and recording commercials in here, and then uh, Mason showed up. Yeah. Mason's new a new guy. He's got a 500 uh, Shadow, like 85. And he got the bike a couple months ago. Uh, brand new rider. First bike. Uh, that's the only bike he's ever ridden. And uh, it just needed like a once-over, so we lubed some cables, and then we fixed his blinker. And His his clutch lever was so felt like one of those remember when this oh the like strength when, trainers. when boys are like 13 and they get yeah. one of those squeezy yeah. thingies yeah, yeah before like, they learn like, it's really ah. in the elbow it was so dry it almost stayed in and when you let go how, oh wow how, so, did, how did it wow. get after you guys looped it up it was great it was okay. normal just right at the pivot it was just yeah. gnarly there and then oh. we also had the adjuster like all the way in oh wow or almost all the way out so we had to loosen the lower adjuster and I taught him how to do that and we you know we, we taught him how to check you know, tire pressure chain and all that stuff. So, cool. um, this is after he brought it into a mechanic and paid like, I think he had fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen sixteen hundred dollars total. Yeah. After a few hundred registration that the seller didn't tell him, <laughs> which it was, uh, oh, got like three hundred bucks and then five hundred for the bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's cover that real quick. So before you buy a bike, any bike. I mean, I'm you. I'm not going to say you need to check it. I'm going to trust that people are honest, but you need to ask that question. Yeah. Does it owe any... You kind of need to check it. Does it owe... He said that the person who was selling it was selling it for a friend and said that they didn't know. Yeah, Mm. that's a... Yeah. Mm. You hear that once or twice. I think they knew because they were selling a decent bike for For 500 bucks. Yeah. So after know. after all that, I mean, he he's got about fifteen hundred dollars in it, with the, which is about what it's worth. Maybe a little more actually, because it's yeah, nice, it's right. clean, it's all original, everything's there, nice. and it's not been really messed up in a crash or anything. So he he got a good deal. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, as long as he doesn't wreck it, uh, it should it's be a great a bike rider. for him. So, so, so you give uh, him a basic rundown of just new maintenance, right? Cool. And just riding tips, weather tips. Yeah. Um, you know, especially right now when most of the roads are dry up in the hills, but you hit that dark turn. Yeah, where it's always and it's wet, wet or and yeah. he's not got the greatest tires. So we're, we're t- giving him the tire rundown and everything too. So uh, he's a great listener. Uh, he has a background with tools. He's done some wrenching on cars and stuff. So cool. Um, I think Good. he's going to fit right in here as long as he comes back. But uh, yeah, he seemed jazzed about it and said, "I'll see you next week." So he is learning that lesson. That a lesson that I learned. A long time ago and this is another thing i like to help people out i you don't have to go down the same road i did let me just tell you <laughs> that lesson is his seat was all coming apart so he covered it up with <laughs> yeah, the seat oh, oh, that makes it yeah now you have that good Dang. good it's, week yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get up and the bike comes with you yeah. <laughs> I, I told him I said you're going to start ruining pants because yeah. it already started separating away from the adhesive below Yeah, and, little and then you're going to start getting yeah. your pants with adhesive and then you're going to yeah. sit down yeah. and pick up everything next hot day when you mm-hmm. come to your bike yeah, yeah, yeah. just before yeah. even getting on the bike just grab a handful of dirt and throw it on the seat <laughs> save yourself yeah. Yeah. it's a the new uh, Moto Bandito yeah. thing I think. Yeah, that's, that's oh. Yeah, seat glue. Pocket yeah. full of dirt. Yeah. Moto Bandito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so that's a lesson he's learning right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can. Uh, it could have dual purpose. Like it could also be uh, uh, monkey butt, anti monkey butt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, monkey yeah. Butt. yeah. 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 Throw sand down your pants. <laughs> 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 anyway, back on topic. Uh, yeah. After that, what the hell did we do? After Mason got, yeah, it, we're always like, helping him with that, and we soldered his blinker for a while. Yeah. Oh, what was wrong with that? I, he the said blink- you had to oh, push uh, on it, and it would work. Right. So there was two things going on here. Separated connection. On yeah. inspection, I saw that the two leads coming out, the ground and the and the signal, were actually whoever put it back together had put the frame and uh, no oh. the the f- seat so. mount and the frame and squished the two wires. Oh yeah. And so one of them was exposed PG. wire, and then the other issue <clears throat> was that well, I guess when it got dropped or something, the uh, one of the wires came out. It was either the ground or the signal. It came out of the. The connector. So we reconnected it, and then we resoldered and fixed that wire. And then now it works great. So it's just awesome stuff that's just so simple. But and I, I remember being in that place where you have no idea. It's a mystery what's in there. You don't yeah. know. You don't. The most you can do is poke at it. Yeah, poke at it and go. Okay, is this going to be ten dollars or seven hundred dollars? And yeah. I love when these people come with just these simple things that they had no idea, and we could show them how easy it right. is. Yeah. And then. Uh, as he was wrapping that up, I reinforced the chain guard for the DRZ that I made because it was cracking. Hmm. And then who else showed up after that? Uh, Mike was here. Mike um, showed up a little later after Bagel. Yeah, Connor showed up. Connor showed up. It was good to see Connor. Yeah, he synced his carbs, Mike, I think. Yeah, Mike, Mike did, synced his, synced Mike his, did carb. his carbs. Um, <clears throat> we figured out what the mystery part was. On oh, his. what was it? Yes, um, it is actually it's the tuna... Oh. Because you bought the manual. Yes, we were able to go okay. through the manual and look oh, at yes, the picture. Oh, yes, this is the mystery, the mystery yes. part. To figure out, um, it's the balancer shaft. Oh. Uh, um, so but it is also tunable. So that's what that little slot is. So the manual says, actually, to turn it counterclockwise until the engine makes a purring, purring or clicking noise, and then move it slightly back. So that's how it tunes the balancer to the, the engine wear. Wow. Wow. That's really bizarre. That's kind of that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that. crazy. And then we went over um, and found out his other oil leak and what parts he'll need for them, the oil seals. Yeah. Figure out it's probably the oil seal for the water pump that's leaking out onto his exhaust. Yeah. So and we're going through it and it's all of it saying, you know, because we're in the, the, the lower end or lower engine section, mm-hmm. which is all exploded diagrams. So he's mentally thinking, oh, crap, I got to pull my motor. I got to disassemble everything. But it turns out the three repairs that he needs to do are all externals. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So. Awesome. That's great. Um, we also had Donut drop by today, and he did not take did his not bike take apart. his bike apart. No, he's being all studious. He figured out he got his bike fixed this week. Did y'all know that his bike was oh, yeah. overheating? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Cool. It no, was cool. overheating because the oil was low. Ooh, that's, that's just so. <laughs> and all because Painful. it was overheating because the well the. It, Check know. the basics yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure it was low on fluid, which blood. made the oil overheat also because it was yeah. low. And I, yeah, and there wasn't his, enough, his there wasn't enough oil on. to spread out the temperature. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, um, it was but, that, and not just friction building up in his rings starting to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there was that one cylinder that was running really hot. So there's <laughs> always that one. No, cylinder. no, it was That's at least right. four. Yeah. Old bike. That would be the one, the one with one the less, le- least amount of oil. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like. 160, 160, 300. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was up there. Um, I did have somebody respond saying that you can't rely on those 
temperatures that we're using that you have to buy a expensive nice one i i still what use it just like as a tool to know what something? direction to look you know yeah. It's just a sign. What's what's this? Use this temperature gauge yeah, of some um, kind? Or? We have a laser IR temperature gauge. Probe. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard controversy about them, but I haven't seen they, any hard facts. They're not. Well, we don't use it to get an actual reading on the temperature. It's yeah. just to find a baseline or to find a, an, an anomaly yeah. or point yeah. to which that works. Again, yeah, yeah. four cylinders, one is really. It doesn't matter what the, the numbers say here, as long as we know the difference between them. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So. And how how much was that, Douglas? I bought this like. It was like seventy five bucks. That was also like twelve, thirteen years ago. Oh, they're probably like ten dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no, you could probably have fries or something. They're on the register for you know two fifty. <laughs> yeah, on a keychain. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a really nice one. It's it's got a laser guide and uh, it's actually doubles as a cat toy. <laughs> nice, sweet. And yeah, it just takes face. a nine volt. And, yeah. So is it actually a cat toy that takes temperature readings? Right, right. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's a tool we use just to help diagnose. Um, we had. A uh, new guy, Bagel, showed up today. Did you all meet? You met uh, yeah. Bagel? Yeah, um, briefly. Vespa 300. Shout out to Bagel. He is a listener who heard about us hmm. and came by. And uh, what's funny is I'd seen his name popping up on some of like the, the recycle stuff because he noticed the name Bagel. What's funny is uh, a crowd he hung hangs out with, there was already a donut there. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I don't know why they would call him Donut in the first place, but the, somehow they ended up calling him Bagel because the Donut was already taken. <laughs> oh. And now he's hanging out here with another Donut. <laughs> oh. Donut, we could be Donut too. Yeah, I was saying we just needed an eclair and a <laughs> but, uh, well, sugar glaze. <laughs> I don't. I think you missed bear this. Bear claw. Bear claw. could be bear claw. Donut came in and said, "Hey, I was out this, riding this morning and I met this like group of scooter riders, and now just like randomly, one of them just showed up here." Mm-hmm. I was in here working on some, and uh, then a little while later, I heard talking out in the garage, and my upstairs neighbor Nicole came by to talk about stuff, and uh, and uh, there was a guy standing behind her. I'm like, oh, who's this? Is this your new boyfriend? She turns around and she looks and she laughs. She's like, no. <laughs> is it yours <laughs> and I'm having, having this whole conversation with her and he's just standing there I'm like do, do you know each other she's like no I don't know him and he introduced her so he'd been standing there the whole time while I'm talking about I thought he was with her and it, no, it was being polite he was being polite and just waiting to introduce himself nice it was so funny <laughs> I know it was pretty funny but he rides a scooter and we don't uh, hold it against him uh yeah i told him that in all fairness um i have a i have a fondness of all motorcycles i've had harleys choppers everything i'm still learning Mm -mm. i'm still learning dirt is is an area that i'm just now starting to learn and but scooters is an area that and I've said vocally, and I told him, I said, look, I'll just be honest. I don't even wave at y'all scooter riders. <laughs> but this cat's legit, but right? But all he the scooters around here, they don't look for a wave. They're not even looking at you to see if you're going to wave. They just uh. they just go right by. They're like, yeah, he's not going to wave. So Yeah, most of them are commuters. They're not like scooter culture yeah. people, you know. There's yeah. Scooter culture people. But he seems really cool. He says he's been cross-country a bunch of times. Right. He's got his new newer Vespa, and he's got some vintage bikes. Um and I guess he rides with a scooter group, and he's told he was telling me about a bunch of really hardcore scooter riders. Yeah, so um, 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I want to. The things con- that the scooter riders do for rides are just insane. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have him man. over in a mm-hmm. couple weeks and some of his cohorts, and we're going to talk scooters. We're going to have a little so. mini mods and rockers in here. <clears throat> so, and of course. We should have a burnout competition. <gasps> <laughs> and of course, I, I said, well, you know. We'll just maybe we'll try and convince you to hop up to a bike too. So I sent him out for a ride on the SR500 that Antonio rode today. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> he made it to the end of the street, and I told him, I said, I, I don't have time to teach you the whole starting process. If you if you stall it, I'll just know you haven't come back yet, and I'll come get you. So he goes off. He stalls at the end of the street. I came in and started grinding on something. Like, I forgot. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh. He's only two blocks away. Fifteen yeah. minutes later, like, oh shit, where is he? I'm like, I'll get it on. A, I'll get on a trail well, and go phone, down there. My oh. phone rang, and I'm like, hello. He goes, it's Bagel. I went, oh, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Were we supposed to do something? Oh shit. Oh. So Douglas is like, oh, I'll get him. I say he's he's down at the parking lot. So Douglas is gone he, a while. Yeah. So this time I paid attention. He, <laughs> him trying to start it, and it's just, and he's ripping the gas as he's going down on the starter. Well, he's used to oh. So he's flooding it. Yeah. And uh, so I get on, and I don't know this, and I'm fucking kicking it, right? And I know not to pull on the gas. Yeah. I know it floods it. And I'm kicking, 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 kicking for like 10 minutes. We're trading off. That's why your right leg looks like And that. I hear a mini bike coming, and so I'm like, I'll just get off now. And Liza's going to come up, and she's going to kick it once, and it's going to start watch. So this is when I realized, wait, Douglas isn't back yet. I better go rescue Douglas now. <laughs> yeah, so the mini bike gets there. So this is Liza. She gets on, and... It, <laughs> First kick down starts right up. She's like, well, that it starts for me, no oh. problem. Okay, but okay. Here's the situation. Here's the situation. After I spent five minutes just trying to get it to go. B- 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 yeah, big old bug. Sharpening their knives. Sleep. Here's the situation. Then we got Bagel down there on the SR500. Doug hops on his Trail 70, and goes down there. I realize they're not back, so I hop on Jake's moped, and I go down there. So I get the SR500 <laughs> going, there. and Doug hops on the moped and takes off and says to Bagel, oh, just take that bike. Just take that make her ride the SR500 bike. I'm going, wait, he's never had a lesson on how to ride a Trail 70 <laughs> oh. with no front brake. The the brake lever broken. There is a front brake. But the brake, the one of the brake levers both is broken. The, both, the the handle, broken. both the handlebar brakes are front brakes. Yes, but one, but the right one that we're used to, that people are used to, is broken, Doesn't and it's an automatic, and it is a death trap for those who don't know how to ride yeah, it, ne- right, Adrian? Neutral, yeah, neutral is down. Right? So now I'm stuck with. He's gone. <laughs> I've got bagel, the scooter rider, an SR500, and the Trail 70. You figured I think he'd I've be had more in his element. Questions, except it's like the grain, the goose, and the canoe, and the fox. So I get the. I have the SR500 running. Um, and I go, uh, here, you take the SR500. I got it running for you. I hop on the Trail 70. I take off up the street. I get almost all the way here and realize no bagel. <laughs> I have to loop back. <laughs> he stalled it in the parking Snubbed lot. it right there. Uh. So now I'm like, okay. It's it's like one of these like conundrums, you know. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, here, you hop on this thing. I left it in second. <laughs> Like, don't even try and shift. Right, because there's no clutch. And don't even worry about the brake. Just put on back. Put him on it. He made it back. I got the SR500 first kick started, rode it back. But I was like, oh, God, this could go horribly wrong. (laughs) 
Like we, all these bikes that you need to be like trained on how to start and shift. Yeah, and you want to ride one of Liza's bikes, you, you gotta like tilt your hat sideways, dance around three <laughs> times, go in a circle on one leg, and whistle um, Dixie while you I, do don't it. forget the no, pixie whistle dust. musical, and then like whistle Grease or something. Yeah. yeah, I keep hearing the Benny Hill theme song when all. So my plot to convince him that he's missing out by not riding bikes maybe. Like, what am I fucking yeah. missing out on? Yeah, like, like, I'll like, just do yoga do or like something. CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> Vespa's got an electric start. But the reality is, because don't have to shift. It's not yeah. automatic. Yeah. He asked if I've ridden a scooter. Have y'all ridden the scooters before? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay scared the piss out of me mm-hmm. i said i sneezed and i almost hit the curb <laughs> like these things are just so like sketchy to me Those teeny tiny tires man yeah this teeny tires and there you got your distribution is super your, weird the step through so your legs are in the middle yeah and like it's so easy can shimmy and i'm okay i get distracted a little bit easy i'm add so i'm looking around it goes where you look basically (laughs) you can't be like la 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 looking around or you're just like you you fart and gain speed (laughs) but um his bike seemed pretty cool and he said it does 83 miles an hour his vespa two stroke no uh, No, it's a new new vespa that's a newer one it's a massage motorcycle Vespa. I mean, has he done any work and stuff too? Yeah, I think he said it's up to almost three hundred. Oh wow! I think. Yeah. Oh, he punched it out and all this. And no, he didn't punch it out. Um, the three hundred is almost stock. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, the displacement's almost stock. I think he has done other things. Like he was, what he was doing was lightening um, the CVT weights. Um, oh. So okay. Because he had done some mods to it, and it was boggy at low end, so he'd get the higher speed. Um, so he's using the weights to bring the power band back down to the low end. Yeah, mm. like like a lightened flywheel m- makes it easy, shittier to uh, idle, I guess, on performance bikes. From what I understand, I guess that's what's happening. Mm. Yeah, that's what I understand. So uh, another thing we did today. Um, well, actually, still on bagel. Um, oh yeah, on bagel. The like yeah he was as I said replacing those weights and it was the first time I've actually gone to see in person one of the CBTs and it was I was I kept looking for the gerbil in the wheel like I didn't know what I was fascinating to see I mean because I mean they're starting to put CBTs in motorcycles too yeah that's wrong which motorcycle Honda VFR I think the VFR is a CBT. um I know that I rode the is it Aprilia the Shiver. Mm -hmm. The they have an Aprilia automatic. Yeah, the, I think it's the Mana. One of those, but yeah. I did not like it. There was yeah. a lag. So when I'm trying to power out of a corner, like, and I'm mm-hmm. talking just like in a neighborhood, I kind of went into a corner, go to power out, wait for it, wait for it. Meanwhile, I'm still kind of like, oh. and then it popped up out. Is that the one with the plus minus shifter? Um, it does or, have that. It, yeah. You can have it automatic or manual. Right. Um right. Thing is, it is it more of like car automatic, which is actually still gears that it shifts for you, or you can put it on it either. Okay. Um, we actually because um, I mean the whole CBT is there's no gears really. You're right. There is a Honda because we were playing that game last yesterday. Doug and I were in a dealership yeah. and that weird looking Honda. And I said, "So Doug, let's play a little game. Tell me what's different from this bike than all the rest." I'm not talking cosmetic. He's looking all over. He's the like, only thing I could notice is that the the foot pegs were out in front. Mm. It was a in a row cruiser-ish. of sport bikes. Yeah, 
Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I can put my feet forward? That's... <laughs> and you're right. You never think to look. And I and I said, check check the clutch. It's like, yeah, there no is clutch, no clutch. No shifter. Mm-hmm. No shifter. It did have the, the things on the thumbs where you shift up and down. Yeah. And then there's just a button that, for neutral. N- no matter where you're at, you can just hit a button for neutral. <laughs> It's weird. Wow. The N- what is that model? The N X or something? Like oh, that? No. yeah, it's the new one that just came. The N X seven or something? No. no. This one is actually a cruiser looking. Oh, thing. I saw one of yeah, those. Yeah, the N X really low. The it, thing was like knee height. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it before. I, there's one in Capitola. I see. Um, I mean, well, I thought the dude they had verses there, but I thought it was odd that the guys uh, didn't know what the ER6N was, which is oh, right. the, the naked sport bike version of the verses. I don't know either. That's really bizarre. So, um, one thing we like to do here, we like to play a lot of pranks. No. <laughs> Adrian got a little bit of a prank today. Not a big one. Not a huge one, no. Not a huge one. Nothing to be embarrassed of. Uh, the age-old donut glued a quarter to the ground. <laughs> donut thought it was hysterical. Yes, I now have a chunk of concrete and a quarter in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Totally worth the effort, would you say? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but, Douglas, what I didn't tell you is... Who put the naked men under my cafe seat? <laughs> I was waiting for you to find that. I was waiting for you to find that. And how long has thing. that been there? Only a couple weeks. few weeks. Nice. Like three weeks. Okay. That's awesome. I can't remember where I found it, but uh, I, I, I put it in there. I don't really, I don't. Oh, I know where you, you. Oh, you got it out of my house. I left it From where you left stash? it. Um, no, I mean this goes back to one of the original pranks. When this is the cowboy hugging the other cowboy. He was, right? oh, okay. yeah, he was house sitting for me one weekend when I came back all around my house. I'm talking everywhere. <laughs> he and Daniel spent so much time cutting out half naked men out of magazines and putting them up all over my house. To this day, on <laughs> like, my my Star Wars poster <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> As Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin is his oh, hair is over here. Right so over, right over here. So oh. Hopefully it was not, like, that. Hopefully it was not like, like taped on or permanently on. She's got this projector so screen that comes down uh-huh. with the remote control. It's motorized. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes down, there's like this big cowboy holding this banana out from where his groin is. I'm talking. Nice. I, I lie down <laughs> in my hot. bed and I look up at the ceiling and there was another <laughs> naked guy, which took me a couple months to finally get some furniture to stand on to get it off. <laughs> Um, oh, it was, I was finding everybody. I think that one was on the inside of the laundry cabinet. I'm talking inside of my washing machine. <laughs> had naked guys in there. Well, you got to be they clean in such a dirty it mind. Everywhere. That's <laughs> so funny. And so, yeah, there was this one. So there one, were a couple I just left up because there it was, was funny. this one that we were just passing around. And no, it would be like four or five months sometimes before we found them because it'd be inside <laughs> side covers of your bike or whatever. And you know, how often do you take your panels off unless you're donut? Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, it, it one of them. I think someone put it under Megan's seat and it blew away or something. Because that one, original uh, one is gone, but we since made another one where it's you know two so guys. There's a new naked spooning. Nice. And uh, I, I can't remember where I found it. It was on one of my bikes somewhere. So, so basically, your house is full of junk. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is when 
you let somebody stay in your house. You ask them to do you a favor. Now, in all fairness, off topic, but I've done the same thing to my parents where I cut out all these pictures of my pug's faces. And my parents have a lot of uh, antique portraits and stuff. I mean, I'm talking any portrait they had, any like Newman's pickle jar had a face on it, anything with a face in their house got, got pug. Pug, pug faces on them. That's great. Yeah, it was it was fun. So I, when they did it, I'm like, all right, good job, because that's something I've done. Really <laughs> we went to we went one, to Capitola right. Mall and got like a couple GQs and oh. a couple other really you know scantily clad men nice. magazines, men's fitness. That's pretty brave, you know. It was it was funny. Although I would I like mean, the, uh, go to the can with a stack full of scantily was, clad women. There, oh, was, there was a couple that she didn't find for like six, seven months. So. Um, no, that one in the front room, that little teeny tiny oh, one. Teeny tiny one. It was a photo of me and my dad, and he added another third person to the photo. <laughs> like it, over you know, a year. Over a year. Until nice. I found it. Nice. And only because he kept going, there's one you haven't found. He's <laughs> oh. like, who, who, know, who would notice this other person added to the photo? That's pretty good. I know it was yeah it was fun. Oh, so what else like did we do today? Um, yeah. You guys had a sunset date. We had a sunset date. Yeah, me and uh, <laughs> yeah. Mike and Mike Sounds and uh, Mexico, Donut mm-hmm. went to Westcliff. Sunset seven minutes. Who wants to go? Okay, I'm down. Everybody, gear up. Let's go. We get out there and I'm like, we get down Westcliff and I'm like, that's kind of cloudy and maybe we could just gotta go around the coast a little more. Maybe we just gotta get a little further. There's no, there's no fucking sun yeah. out there. There's just yeah. clouds, and it's setting too far off to the right to, to see it from where we were at. So it was a good ride. Good ride anyway, though. Oh, uh, should we talk about the other thing we did today, um, the missing articles of clothing? Uh, Simultaneously. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't leave <laughs> your stuff unattended around here. Just don't. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'll share. Poor Megan was was a sort of a victim. I have a rule: don't put your shit on the couch. It's for sitting. Came in today. There was a helmet on there. Didn't know whose helmet it was, but I'm just up to here with people putting their shit there. My now my reaction is I hide it. (laughs) Nice. I think it's appropriate. I thought it was Douglas's, and I hid it. And then I'm like Douglas. Maybe you should be looking for your helmet. He goes, no, my helmet's right over there. (laughs) 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 And Megan was like, wait a minute, where's my helmet? Why did you do something with my helmet? I'm like, it was on the couch. Well, I didn't put it there. It was on a table outside that Adrian and I needed to use. It got moved. So where else was I going to put it? Other than on top of an open drawer in the toolbox. Oh, apparently that's there's where a spot the helmets that Liza go. knows about that you could put it. So then someone else needed a tool and moved it to the couch. That's where I found it. Yeah. So then Megan's like, I didn't put she, it. There. Then she blames me, like, <laughs> like I had something to do with it. Ridiculous. Whimsy. Lesson learned. Oh so let's see. Let's talk about yesterday real quick. Let's kind of cover what we did. Motorcycle yesterday. part safari. Yeah, Doug and I went and hit dealerships and all the salvage yards in the East Bay to check them out and reconnaissance. We are currently turning a CB900C into a street tracker, so Mm -hmm. Liza likes to put these really nice fancy sport bike front ends on really old crappy bikes. Yeah. Mm And makes then, a world of difference. Yeah, it makes yeah, it, it look yeah, nice. amazing no, what 20 um, years of tech do. <laughs> so we went to like three different salvage shops yesterday. Uh, it was a good time. Completely different in each one. Um, yeah. 
one we went to, not a single person even talked to us. And we're just going in and start and going into their stuff and into the back rooms and going through piles. Not a single person said boo to us. And then when we did like find a part, we're like, hey, can we get a price on this? Got someone's attention. He said, well, yeah, you need to find Bob. He's a, he's a tall, the ball big, tall guy. ball guy. So we go around to another department and I find a ball. You, Bob? No, I'm like, yeah, he said he was he's tall. He's the only tall guy in there, but he's and got a hat on. Couldn't find him. <laughs> we kept walking around. Could never find the guy. No one else could help us or give us a price. He was on the phone. And so I'm sitting there for 10 minutes waiting for him to get off the phone. So we just like. And then Liza's like, How much are you willing to pay for that? I'm like, $20. Yeah. Put it back. (laughs) You're not going to get it for 20 bucks. (laughs) It was just a monoshock. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a nice monoshock. I was like, Yeah, I'd pay like 30 bucks for it maybe. So then we went to another one, which was I drive by all the time, but they're closed on the day I'm there and uh i'll say it was uh is it called hayward i pretty that's, sure I that's hayward um i think i have a card here that is um salvage. it's called cycle salvage like, yeah. in hayward on foothill boulevard it was they have a much bigger warehouse than i thought yeah. looking from the front they Most, had a lot of stuff organized there. stuff yeah what? really well organized, organized. labeled Ooh. people there knew what they were doing and yeah. were like How? working with us the only problem is they were a little bit more expensive because they know exactly what they can get for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They weren't really interesting to haggle, uh, interested in haggling with me. The other problem can't too is I've gotten haggling. part, I've gotten front ends cheaper because you get it before it's disassembled. Oh, you get a complete front end. This because this this store they're so on top of it, they got everything dismantled. Mm-hmm. They know how much they can get per piece, and they have to yeah. put it all back together again. And to give you a discount is not what they're interested yeah. in. Like this one she got with the triple trees. It came with the rotors. It came with the brakes. It came with the master cylinder, master cylinder calipers, calipers, everything. So and that's kind of what we were looking for. Yeah, nice. but usually at, at their place, all they had was like mm-hmm. just the shocks of the triple tree. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they have like yeah. rims too, right? And they had everything. Yeah. They were really really cool, yeah. really helpful, and. He was even asking about a carburetor for uh, his DRZ, and mm-hmm. um, they actually went and were looking up in catalogs and giving us prices. And Very just to knowledgeable. Get, like, we could yeah. just get a new one for a couple hundred, just get a new one, and yeah. really helpful. I like them, but more expensive. You pay for it. Yeah. They got an eBay front, too, that uh, that does that. And I can't imagine so. any salvage yard doesn't now. Yeah. But um, then the last one we went to. No, we also went to Dude's House. Who? Over on Branson 40. Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah, you know what? Okay. For those of you who don't know, um, I know there is another recycle garage in Santa Cruz. I knew about it a couple of years ago. I found it. Um, it's a guy working out of his yard, and I mentioned to him like, "Oh, I have a shop called Recycle Garage." It was really before I was had that many people coming through, and but I guess he kept the name. Because I got an email the other day from somebody asking me when I was going to ship out their part. I'm like, uh, um, I'm sorry, I don't sell parts. I know that there are recycled garages in other states, and I think there's one in San Francisco. I said, I uh, know, sorry, I don't sell parts. And he sent me a link. He goes, isn't this you? And it's like Santa Cruz Recycle. Uh, like, oh, guy, this guy's still in business. I should go check him out. He's up on Branso Forte. He's a semi-retired mechanic. Yeah, his name is Dick. And he's a real he cool guy. he just fixes his bikes in his garage, and he's got maybe about 50, 60 bikes on his property that are close to being running, but he Damn. claims he has titles to all of them. And he's also that got like a minus. you know a bike yeah. graveyard. Yeah. It was some Lots interesting of stuff. Sport but bikes, everything there. Um, it's all eBay. It's, he doesn't have any customers coming in really. He just where is this gotcha. on Brent's Forty? Oh. Yeah. Cool. 
right. on the left. <laughs> Look it's for the right, tarps in the driveway. It's kind of like <laughs> right across uh, from uh, a lot of houses in the hills, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were older bikes. There was everything. But here's what was kind of tipping us off because I was saying, well, we got a lot of people looking for a project bike, and you've got a lot of bikes waiting to be fixed up. Like, you know, how much would you sell? I think I just pointed out to like a, a CX500 yeah. or something. Like, how much for that? And he goes, well, yeah. I don't really sell my project bikes. I fix them up and resell them. That was like half of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 this is one of these guys that just okay. told them back. Semi-retired. We'll oh, get to them someday. No, yeah. no, 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 no. 60 I, I bikes. for that one. Yeah. So um, it's a, instead of a crazy cat lady, he's a crazy bike. Right. He's borderline but hoarder. knows yeah. everything yeah. That, yeah. that bike comes with or that he extra pieces for it. Bikes that he hasn't touched for like 10 years. He's like, oh, that one's got this extra part and this part, this is what's wrong with the motor. And I'm like, how do you remember all this shit <laughs> for all these bikes that you haven't touched? Or won't touch for the you next. You just got to know your world, man. I guess that's yeah. the deal. So, oh man, it's really admirable, actually, yeah. or kind of scary. I don't know. We've gotten so used to going to uh, eBay and stuff like that, and so I wanted just to touch base again with all of our local mm-hmm. yards, and I totally forgot, even though it's Santa Cruz. And he was very recycle, cool. very uh, come right in. Feel free to pair, tear back the tarps, look around, ask questions, whatever you want to do. Very open to us coming in there, which is really cool because mm-hmm. he doesn't really have a store there, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thanks. and yeah, he um, he is building a Virago Cafe racer. Yeah, right now. I, I like the, the hmm. monoshock and the, and the Virago. Yeah, the Viragos have a monoshock. A lot of people love to tear them down and rebuild them. It's a V-twin, right? The, uh, the Yamaha mm-hmm. V-twin. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's actually okay. pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen those before. So, um, yeah, that was kind of... Oh, the last place we went to... Um, Squid Central. Squid Central. <laughs> let's just say we, we pull get there. Up. There's a dude in shorts doing uh, no gear, donuts. no helmet, no oh, nothing, nice. and in shorts, awesome. and he's doing oh. wheelies and donuts on the street in front of the place. Where's and I'm this? looking for like yeah, yeah, incredible scars on his shins, yeah. but nothing. There. Um, is he just trying to create? Is that how they do their bike disassembly? He was no. He That's was uh, he was testing man. a he was testing a recently rebuilt bike for races that yeah, were happening ahead, today or something like that. He had probably got hired to do an event or something but. yeah so i guess they're going there and buying and uh, taking these bikes or parts and just uh, there were no lights or anything on it and of course when he like finished riding he just pulled up and dropped it over because there was no kickstand <laughs> so they're project bikes to feed the stunting habit yeah they're stunting bikes they're riders where was this uh this was at santa clara Okay. And this is where we found Clinton? this sprocket. Uh, <gasps> if you can tell me what's okay, the wrong sprocket. with oh, yeah. this. <laughs> thing is, have now you seen you're this sprocket? Now you can see it from over here. I realize like how Okay, bad I'm looking at is. a sprocket, and it's a... Yeah, that's not a brake rotor. Yeah, no, this sprocket looks great. It, it looks <laughs> like... Um, I, I think you could probably start a fire pretty quick with this yeah. if you just, it's, you know, It's a friction drive sprocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Um, how tall are those... Tooths. Those tooths? teeths. The tooths. Oh, okay, if you consider them teeth. I mean... Uh, <laughs> they're more like, like nubs. If, 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 they're more like yeah, nubs. If, they're nubbins. If, if you look at, at at sprockets as having, you know, shark fin or waves, you know, this is kind of like a, a smooth lake. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lake Tahoe, right? Yeah, this is, this is pretty much what you want. Little ripples. Yeah. It looks yeah. like an oil pump um, rotor. <laughs> that doesn't have teeth. That has, like... Meth mouth. We'll post this up <laughs> on the website on the Motorcycles and Misfits website. Um, they, they were even, really cool. Even my there. worst ones never got down to this. Like I've had one that maybe like ended mm-hmm. up with ten teeth. Yeah, yeah I've had um, a bad one. And the guy was on the like, DRZ four hundred. Took the guy to get was, off. 
Sorry. So, no, so my DRZ400 took forever to get off. I wound up having to grind out two of the bolts, etc. Um, <laughs> and it still was not that bad. So this place yeah. is Santa Clara Cycle Salvage. They're dealing mostly with sport bikes. Oh, this is a Vortex aluminum sprocket. No wonder it's sh- all the teeth are sheared off. Right. Oh. He's like, oh, yeah. this happens all the time. The guys yeah. just tighten the chain I mean, a little bit and it, keep running it. Yeah. Like, I wonder what the chain looks like. Yeah, right. Yeah, forget the chain. What does this is uh, the, the 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 bearing and the and the output yeah. shaft look like? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Wow. Hey, um, I want to take a moment and let's go ahead and uh, hear a word from our sponsor, Moto Bandito. The most important part of any motorcycle is, in fact, the tires. The dangers and risks of riding on worn tires is high, yet people do it all the time. Why? Like so many things, it usually comes down to money. A new set of tires can cost hundreds of dollars, and having a shop replace them is a whole other expense. And with so many brands, models, and sizes, it's almost impossible to know what you need. That's why we at Moto Bandito have come up with a solution that is incredibly affordable, simple, and good for the environment. Introducing the Moto Bandito Make Your Own Tire Kit. This kit includes a tire mold, instructions, multiple recipes to achieve different blends of rubber using items that you probably have in your garbage and recycling cans. Here's a sample of common household items that can be used. Plastic water bottles, diapers, rubber underwear, hair clippings, bubblegum, condoms, BG's record, duct tape, rubber bands, cheese whiz, packing peanuts, sneakers, breast implants, and to get that extra sticky compound, dog jizz. So start saving money and the planet today with the Moto Bandino Make Your Own Tires Hit only at motobandino.com. And we're back. Oh, I gotta get me one of those, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, right now. hey, let's do a new thing. Um, Megan's not here to do her porn pick, so we're upping it a notch. Yep. Knock and I are gonna play a new game called Craigslist Porn Pickoff, <laughs> where Knock and I have each picked a different city. We found our Craigslist Ow. deal of the week in two different cities. I went to Amarillo, Texas, and you went to? Uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And we're going to see, we're going to tell you guys what we found and see who found the best deal. You got the better jam, though, man. Amarillo, Texas, 500 bucks. Well, I'll tell you what I found. Okay. I found an 81 Honda CX500 Custom. <laughs> I lost her. <laughs> <laughs> but does it run? For $300. Are you kidding me? Come, and come here's, get here's, it out of my tar pit. Here's <laughs> what it says. Got it back when it was beat up pretty bad. Rebuilt it and got it looking good. Runs like a champ. Oh, man. Trying to sell it before the 14th. Now, um, I'll pass this around, then you can start describing yours, and we'll let, let okay. the gang decide who found the best I deal. went, like, through six pages, and all I got was Yamaha, Yamaha GT80. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, runs good. Needs work. Everything there. Have box of extra parts. Everything to make it original. Haven't had running in a few months because carb needs bold gasket and leaks fuel. 
four hundred dollars OBO must go. OBO, so you can maybe par down to three fifty. Two fifty. Two yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a looks like an eighty cc dirt bike. So I'm just cool. gonna tell you why I won. Yeah. Because the CX five hundred is a really cool bike. It's on Honda. And they make really cool looking cafe racers. Yeah. This bike is a perfect candidate yep. for somebody to pick up as a project bike. It's already running and then you can just redo it. Yeah, and they got those uh the cylinders are kind of mm-hmm. up and forward a little bit. I've owned a, three of these CX 500s. Yeah. I mean, no, they're a little a gutless on the power, but they're really sweet Holy looking. Holy shit, you totally won on this one. Yeah. So do you guys even want to vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. I haven't seen this other thing yet, so. Nobody rides motorcycles in Maryland. Because this thing looks That's like just it just needs work. Yeah. And electrical, even. Yeah. You see harness missing. It's got that ugly, like... Not even just rust color. It's like a rust mud color on some. <laughs> you know, where it's not even rusty anymore. It's like the mud is now a part of the mud. Yeah. Oh, basically, it gets rained on and it splashes the mud yeah. back up. The rust yeah. has become liquid, basically. Yeah, it's impregnated it's the itself. the experience, into man. <laughs> you, you know what? The, that, what what's, what's that one over there? The, the CX-, CX-500. CX-500. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think there's a, there's a detail in that ad that um, makes me want to help that guy out. Yeah. That guy needs to sell the bike before the 14th, he's, he 14th, says. 14th, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and everybody knows what the 14th is. The, oh. It's man Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, oh this yeah. Guy, this Stake guy. This guy. It's Steak and, and, and BJ Day. Oh, so if you're smart, in, man. Yeah, this guy if you're needs some money. That guy needs Look the Moto Bandito uh, Hint of Romance CD. <laughs> man. That's what he needs. This, this Coming is soon. Yeah. He's selling his motorcycle. This is still in beta testing. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, um, we've I like had this, I like this this GT80 though. Yeah, it's it's basically a death trap for the garage. I like it. Yeah. yeah for something to ride around the backyard yeah. at dark. Four hundred bucks. Drunk. I went through like five pages. Yeah. There was nothing there. Like Maryland. Come on. That's true. What is what is Maryland like? Maryland? Yeah. Um, it's got the Blue Ridge Mountains, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's I, I used to live in Virginia, so Maryland's very same. Um I oh, Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, I don't know anything about that place except for the name. Yeah. I assume Blue Crabs. Water there. Blue Crabs. Yeah, I assume oh, yeah. it's a bay that you yeah. can't ride in water. Unless you're talking jet skis. Yeah. Lots of bridges and mountains. It's it's very beautiful there. Okay, cool. So they. But then the you're also right next to you have Baltimore and you're right next to Washington D.C. Um, and they salt the roads, obviously. Mm, a little south for that. Mm, no, it doesn't snow for that. Yeah, long. that's one of the. Okay. It's in the areas where if it snows, snows. snows two inches, they shut down the capital. Oh. oh. Yeah. They're yeah. not really all that prepared for it. It's not that bad. So I'm going to, um, I, I want to start another subject. Uh, I wanted to talk about the shop and kind of the future of the shop, where it's going, what we should do. And, and uh, <clears throat> I've always said I want other people to do this, too. More and, monkey knife fights. Um, I wanted to say it. I think I, I, I like think it's <laughs> way better than okay, my walk I will, I will pause for a second. What? <laughs> monkey knife fights. Couple of monkeys, give them some knives, watch them fight in a ring of fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of oh, I, I can already see this in my head. I'm I already like, liking this. I idea. like lots of fire. And when I we, see monkeys when we running drive. around this pole here. Yeah. Wait, are you talking monkey pole dancing? No. We, well, no, that's, no, 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 that's with knives. After oh, okay. hours, where it gets a little. Okay. You know. 
Can I fit twerking in? You could fit if you could fit twerking in a monkey knife. Fight, I got these new booty present. shorts. I can't find any place to wear them. That would be perfect. That'd be perfect. A knife monkey fight. Perfect well, place. Yeah. Twerking in my booty shorts. Get to twerk each other to death with their. Oh, <laughs> moving on. Um, I I'm always in, you know trying to tell people that it's very rewarding what we do here. And Antonio, you just come once, but I think yeah, no, I, I I fun to help others. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You guys do a hell of a thing for the community here. And you can I, I'd too. I'd like to see more of this uh, happening around. Um, I think people are under the impression that this is a business and a, a professional garage. And I want to remind people it's not. This is my personal garage. Nobody here is a professional mechanic. And um, Professional idiot? Yes. <laughs> not a professional mechanic. And I just open it up and let people come in and use the space and... It's just paid off so much. So, like, what possessed you to do this, anyways? Is there a giant long story behind it? You just said one day. Yeah, There's a whole podcast this. about it. Oh okay. well, see, I wasn't around. Everybody. Well, I mean, so, so if we're talking about trying to get other people in other cities to start doing these sort of things, I mean, we say, okay, it's your personal garage, and you just open it up. But there are a couple rules too. You know, it's the you know respect the space. You know, I guess if somebody else is trying to start something up like that, there's a couple of key things they need to find. The space to do it in one yeah. thing. I mean, we are you are kind of blessed that you have the space, so they need to find somebody with I mean, it's not a huge garage, but no. it's it's a two car garage. It's a two car garage with the side space, room. Though. Yeah. And they put up a you put up a tent next door to double the space for the most part. Yeah, one of those garage tents from the ten Costco. by twenty canopies, yeah. Yeah, Boulder Creek garage. <laughs> you guys yeah. have a kind of a mm-hmm. covered alley over here with Mm-hmm. All sorts of neat stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so set up the space so you can get multiple people to work. Um, tools. I mean, I noticed like there's the community tools, and then there's a thing up there that says Liza's <laughs> tools do not use. <laughs> that's right. That's the only thing in here that's really off limits, except for my ass. <laughs> that's off limits. It's off limits. Oh, everybody just quit now. <laughs> Bummer. <sighs> okay, let's take a moment. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> You're going to edit that bit, aren't you? You're going to edit that bit. I'm going to edit this podcast. <laughs> um, where do you guys see this going? Um, I don't know. I. Uh, where do you want this to go? Um, I have found that there's a certain balance here. I don't promote it. I don't advertise it. It's for free. That would be stupid. This, this has <laughs> been a. It's been word of mouth. This has been a pretty busy winter. One because yeah. the weather's been really good, and two because we have a podcast now, and we've been promoting actually a lot more. You so can right. come in here. Um, what my what my point is that so when yeah. summertime comes around, we're yeah, gonna have a lot of. But you know what? Yeah. As yeah. long as I get people like Adrian coming and. Hopefully, like Antonio, and maybe Knock will learn how to do some stuff eventually. Well, yeah. um, hey, we can hope. I can do stuff. Can as do long as there changes. are more people coming who can help out, that's yeah. what's hard. And there have been times, and Doug, you've experienced this when you were covering for me. You got four projects going on, and one person running around trying to help four people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry about today. That's I all right. Uh, no, you were. You had screw it. you and screw your dirt biking. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm leap. Take the Yamaha hat off and walk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just forget the racing thing. Just yeah. As as long as I keep getting more and more people who to help mentor and look out, I can keep buying number ten wrenches. 
Time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like bulk. Number ten wrenches and sockets. Just we get, a, do just a get lot a number ten wrench dispenser. Yeah. I've di- I've realized you have to have be prepared to have four at a time being yep. used. Mm-hmm. So I have extras of those. Actually, you leave at your Moto Bandito number tens. <laughs> <laughs> you leave your workspace. You scale up to twelve, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're about I'm ready, ready for twelve now. You're about ready to make that jump. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Kind of spooky. Um. But, I mean, I've also kept it pretty grassroots. Um, I still don't. I mean, I, I'm not going to invest a lot of money in big equipment. I really try and keep it to the projects that people are capable of doing. You know, like we get the people in and are like, well, yeah, I was I was thinking maybe um, yeah. if you'd help me rebuild my engine. It's like. Or it's my first mm-hmm. bike. I want to bob it. And no. you're like, do you have any experience wrenching or fabricating? No. Like, well, that's that's like a two person. Gonna, it's gonna take like two people, you know, in, in this yeah. garage, like three, four months to do, providing they do it every every day, you know, or every Sunday, yeah, all now, day. It's not that kind of garage. If it's somebody who, I mean, like Douglas, who put in his time, learned how to use all the tools, learned how mm-hmm. to do the basics, and then he was able to start modifying um, and learn, you know, welding and stuff like that. Yeah, that he it seems like he's doing well beyond the basics to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Douglas is my right hand right now yeah but there was a time he was you know the new guy just learning the ropes and so that's the thing i kind of i limit what projects to get people into okay so you you scale what people can show up and do another um guideline that i think you guys do decent about is the if something sits for long enough it becomes parts for somebody else that's the rule if you leave (laughs) your bike here for four weeks without touching it we can borrow I have parts. A, I have a funny side story. Uh, <laughs> just just last night, we're having oh, no. dinner with, with uh, a, a club member, um, James, um, <laughs> and was blaming you for Moti's crash because you took her suspension. No, okay, no so, I didn't. No, I let crashed? somebody else yeah, take okay, their so suspension and put her suspension and put it on their she bike. She left her bike here for like a few months. Mm-hmm. And it was, okay, well, someone else needs to borrow these Honda shocks. Take them off and put them on and switch them out. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Moti, she got on the bike and went right. This is not why she crashed. No, she crashed because she crashed. But James seems to think it's because of this. She's a tough chick. But oh, yeah, it's like it. it's not even like a performance bike. It's just an old ascot. You know, it's an ascot oh. with you can't even adjust the preload on them. You know how is this going to make? What so we much? did was somebody um, wanted some taller shocks for their bike, and Moti has to kind of. She can't really flat foot on that ascot as well. So I thought, well, it's like an inch of difference. Let's just swap them out. Mm-hmm. You can take taller ones, and she may not even never notice. Why are people so obsessed on flat footing on, on a motorcycle? Um, you can get one foot on the ground. I think that's plenty. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a very accomplished dirt rider, and the, the particular pose that she takes we call the fire hydrant. <laughs> that takes a lot of it, it takes experience so for somebody yeah. that's new should be able okay. to touch so uh, i was actually telling douglas i was trying to give donut a lesson yesterday he was or the other day he was backing his bike out of the garage and he was doing that thing where he's standing upright and he's holding on the bars and he's pulling it up the slight incline and backwards. struggling backwards right. and i said hey hold on a second let me show you a trick Lean the bike over onto your hip, your butt, 
and put your butt like to the edge of the seat and let your legs push. As I'm doing this, I le- I stood up a little too high and the bike started to go over the other way. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, and I'm like, I like my knees buckled and I'm like dropping to the ground trying to pull it back over and I managed to get it as he's like running over to save me. Nice. <laughs> like so no, much for that. the bike, not you. That's what it was all day too, and I was trying to show Mason all this stuff. Everything kept failing. All my solder joints, the oh. heat shrink, and everything it just failed. And I'm like, this is how it's supposed to work, but it's not working. And my soldering iron wouldn't work. It was it was kind of embarrassing, you know, showing a new guy that you can't do shit. So let me ask <laughs> all of y'all, what what changes do you think, or what things should we add? I actually, or... I have a question for you. Okay, go right ahead. Because um, because there's a lot of Liza that's that's going on in this place, yeah. and and and. And, and people that may want to consider doing something like this may want yeah. to know the answer to this as well. Okay. There must be a balance between your life and and this shop. And and are you feeling the effects of this starting to drain on your time, energy? Well, that's another kind of rule. She's is, a robot. Uh, robot. I give Sundays to this. The rest of the days are mine. Bike church, that's not bad. Now, yeah. on some occasions, if somebody has a project that needs a one-on-one, I'll arrange to come in on a Saturday if I have nothing planned and help them just with that. Yeah. But that's why I just do this on Sundays, and I try and get people like y'all to yeah, come so help Yeah, so you with can it. kick back and do the there with the fruity cocktail with the umbrella pointing and saying, no, do this. No, do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Elitist. Um, so, yeah, that's I where I draw the line. So this it's not is a big drain. And, and One day a week. I mean, one day a week. It can be a big now, train. In the summer, that's, that's a commitment. It turns into Saturdays, yeah. Sundays, and a couple weeknights. See, mm-hmm. now, now that's what I'm saying. Is is now it's bleeding over. Well, right. but that's no, that's. <laughs> well, look at yesterday. Well, that's also for I, their projects as well. I didn't oh, okay, go to work okay. yesterday, and so we were out looking out oh, okay. for parts. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's. But yeah. that's it's Douglas coming and working. Douglas has reached a point where he can come in and work on his own. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. He knows the shop, and then maybe I'll come out and hang out because he's working. And then Donut always seemed to like drop by on his way home. It was and he weird. Would <laughs> he would just come by, and we he'd know when we'd be here. And Megan Either that, or he's here. coming by like every couple hours every day. Someone else wow. would come by and see the garage <laughs> no, hey, what's up, guys? and they would join. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take my fairings off. Yeah. So all day, off and on, off and on. <laughs> he, he just needs a naked bike. He just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting at home in bed, like eh, I think I'll take a ride over there and knock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> My garage t- sense is tingling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. Or he's turned yeah, on the yeah, webcam. Yeah, yeah, he's got a webcam in here. I can tell you, if I did stop doing this, I think it would be like that lady who has a cat two cats and within a year she's got 38 cats Uh-oh. and she's got toxoplasma gandhi i think that if there was nobody here for me uh. forcing me to keep this place kind of clean and somewhat clear <laughs> the bikes would multiply <coughs> there, would, there would be a bike on the couch <laughs> no the couch would be gone a bike would be there i keep looking at that piano that in my living room going bike. man the cafe would look so much nicer there yeah. <laughs> I don't play the piano. What? <laughs> so, Adrian, what what do you think for the future of this place? What do you think should uh, should be some goals or? Um, I mean, you have some, some of the personal projects. Have you considered a shop project for people to work on? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, there is a lot one. of the time. Oh, okay. But 
I put people on it and then they drop off of it. Oh, okay. To get, what do you mean by stop project? Hank, the cafe racer out there, okay, has had a few bunch of people have done a little bit to it, but nobody seems to cling to it and want to keep going because everyone gets their own project. Okay. What does it need? I could use a project. Oh, yeah. really? Well, I mean, oh, you someday. just got really busy. <laughs> how how what does it need to be a cab? Does it just need parts? We should talk about the this. The thing is, yeah, it's I mean, it's hard with Hank because it hasn't been driv- uh, running in so long. So whoever starts it is sucking all of our time. So we don't really have time to go help other people because we're just constantly. Yeah. But Hank has run. Mm-hmm. I just it, it ran at one point, and it's you and like, I had it running, so we know <laughs> it can run, and so. And we've gone through and we used it to teach people how to redo the brakes and stuff like that. But it's been so much time. It's been sitting that all needs to be redone again. Oh, Let's okay. just push but it off the skyline. It looks really cool. It is a... Take it out to the desert and make fire. It's a Maxim 750. <laughs> okay. That we've already um, got Clubmans on the front end that look really cool. And we've got a Nighthawk 700 tank. Which looks really cool. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. When we the headlight started, needs work. Started custom making a seat and a tail, mm-hmm. and Zoe already created a pan to put all the electrical under the seat. Um, I've got like new tires for it. Okay. it. It's a pretty neat looking bike already. Yeah. Um, it just nobody wants to work on it. it. Just people just lose enthusiasm for it. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. all. Which, which bike is this? Describe it to me. Yeah, it's, we'll out there. it's right out here. We'll show you when. The so work. things I wouldn't mind seeing around the shop. Yeah. Um, I realize. I mean, this is your passion for a particular couple of handful of decades of bikes. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing newer bikes come through here, because I mean, we are starting to get to the point where the '94s are getting into vintage territory. We don't have mm-hmm. computers to work on new bikes. I see a laptop there. I see a laptop recording this. You know, we can get the ODBC cables. Yeah. Um, so newer bikes, possibly. I. Uh, dirt I, bikes. I don't. Yeah. Dirt bikes. Yeah. The dirt bike era is starting right now. Yeah, dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. It has um, been for the last few years. I don't disagree yeah. with the sport bikes. I have one myself. However, I find them to be much more complicated. So I take mine to Rich. Yes. To work yes. on it. <laughs> also, um, because for teaching, I think they're way too complicated. Just changing spark plugs. <laughs> Ah, but that's what people are buying these days. Um, the other yeah. one that, again, this is just wish fulfillment. It'd be insanely awesome if you guys had a 3D printer around here for parts. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just put uh, a penny yeah. in the wish jar and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll, we'll no. mull it over. But how much do they go for? Put 15 grand in the yeah, wish jar. Yeah, we take donations at www. A total grass. Just start printing your own 3D printer. 3D printer is really what you do can actually that's what they do yeah you can go out to some of the, the hacker spaces and print your own 3d printer yeah um but yeah some like um 3d printer mills maybe um for some of the more custom parts um plastic forming maybe so that'd be something to get into the problem is where do you put it yes space i would love to have a lift in here just for my own use mm-hmm. a lift would be awesome it would where do you put it yeah I don't have that space. Yeah, every time you get a tool like that, it's, it's not a one-time investment. You buy it, and next year something breaks, or you have to do maintenance on it. You know, and, yep. and but I don't know, I, I, you're right, though. I like hearing about the sport bikes because I need to brush up myself on it. Mm. You're right. I kind of avoid that. Um, you rode a sport bike too, so I still do. 
You said, oh, well, your Ducati. I was thinking about your Ducati. And, and the Versus. Don't you count that? That's not a sport. That's not a sport. Yes, it is. Come on. Yes, it is. You knew the answer to that before you even Stop it. Stop it. Um, Maybe a sport dirt bike. The dirt bike, you write though. It sportingly. You yes, you write it sportingly. It's yeah. So the dirt bike. I don't want to start sport. a lengthy conversation now, mm-hmm. but just a short answer from from y'all. Because this whole dirt thing, um, and I've started looking at dirt bikes. I personally am not ready to justify the, the money for a bike that's going to sit for most of the time. But how worth it is it to buy these older dirt bikes and vintage and fix it up are they just so um are they just so outdated it's not even worth it if you're talking two-stroke it gets a little easier from there yeah we've had a couple of those come through and i gave them away but so are there any older dirt bikes like any old xrs or something is it so not worth it it's sweet to rock the old stuff on the road but i think if you're going to be in the dirt you want new technology yeah Yeah. but an xr 100 to be okay wouldn't it like an xr 100 i see those on craigslist all the time they're like like xr 100 150s or whatever Yeah, but that wouldn't be comfortable to ride you 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 don't want to put lights on an xr 100 i mean that's just Uh, okay i mean it's just not enough it's not big enough for some well yeah i mean like like imagine liza's riding the bike and she wants to take a turn and the front starts to wash and you know whatever the the handlebars are going to be so close or knees so then so I just stand up handlebars. and let the bike go on without okay. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is even just normally riding, like the TTR, yeah. I have that issue too, where you, you start leaning it over and you end up running out of room for your uh, leg underneath the handlebars right. oh, wow. and your knee gets popped into... Yeah, yeah. You hit something on the ground, your leg goes up and it hits your steering wheel. Right. Yeah. You know, so... You know, so, so no, because so, I've been, yeah, I've been looking dirt, at them. Not so, I mean, no. they, they do vintage classes and they do race vintage. But yeah, it's, but it has to be a two-stroke to make it worth it. And and it, our dirt bikes break all the time. I mean, there's, there's you're always uh, no, we break our dirt bikes. We, well, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're always you always you know replacing a part, fixing something, um, and a and a vintage bike. You're gonna have that, you know, two hundred percent more, and the parts are more expensive, harder to mm-hmm. find. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to get a newer dirt bike. Um, not a new one, though. Yeah, not new. And newer tech. 90s. And 90s, taking 90s, the... Early 2000s. Yeah. Green sticker. Late green, green sticker. sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, make sure it's green sticker. Um, a good example of something that I did do more of, like this last year, it was the first year I really started getting donation, donated gear and redistributing it. Yeah. But there are things like that. Like, you know, what else can we do? Think of, like, redistributing... I don't know. I mean, I'm already Have getting... Have you guys done any drives? No. We had an open house last yeah, year. We, we, yeah, yeah, we do an open house every now and then. Come on out for hot dogs and... You yeah, know, bike gospel. wash and... So yeah, all you listeners the out there, if you got some ideas. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. You're asking for new ideas, but I like how things are going here. I mean, this is a nice, wonderful part of my Sundays. I come I th- down. I think, it's, and I can I think it's evolving at just the right rate. Yeah. I I still I encourage people. You can do this out of your own garage yes. if you don't know how to do it. The way I did it was, I just started telling my friends that I want to do. Oh, sorry, sorry I'm distracted oh. behind you by a cat paw slipping through the garage door. Uh-huh. <laughs> You can do it. So yeah, I just told some friends, hey, I'd like to you know help people out. I'm already out here working. I had the garage, had the tools, had the bikes, working by myself, building my bikes. And um, nice. one of my friends yeah. told a guy who worked at a pizza place, this guy 
was talking to him because he knew he rode bikes and was asking him for advice on his bike. And he goes, why don't you give my friend a call? She's mm-hmm. looking to help you out. That was the first guy I, I used to call him Pizza Boy. Cause is he up in the photo up there? Um, Pizza Boy is not there, but his he had roommates who rode bikes. Yeah, okay. And they came down. And that was the first people were coming just from this word of mouth strangers to me but people who had come through someone else that was like eight years ago right uh like six or seven six yeah. or seven um, Wait, how long have you been doing this yeah like six or seven years um yeah. but i always made it a point of having it just word of mouth through friends and that's how yeah. um mason heard about us lucas ran into him and told mm-hmm. him about the shop nice. so i my advice is I, I don't want to advertise and draw too many people I don't know. I still want to have yeah, some sort of control. You wouldn't want to broadcast this on internet radio at all. <laughs> no, for, the, for the world to know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That'd be really... That'd be um, but it's been really, really rewarding. And if you have friends who like to sit around and shoot the shit... What are those? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be riding <laughs> if you weren't here doing this. Yeah, that's true. Oh. I know. That's, a, that's, that's a, why you dedicated an episode to me. Thank you oh. very much. Oh, oh. I just did that to kiss ass. What episode ass, is that? <laughs> my birthday's coming up. I wasn't here, and they all got together, and it was a oh, Liza Love Fest. Yeah, it was a nice one. very sweet. That was the first podcast But it was, it was only half an hour. You know, and, I, and I'm going to say, <laughs> too, that um, there's another uh, garage I know up in Portland. The Barrage? The Barrage. I was going to bring that up. It's a bunch garage. of guys who, um, one, one guy put a bar in his garage and like a night a week all these people come over and work on their bikes together and drink and hang out I think they mostly drink yeah, that's what Jennifer said. Like anyway. the yeah, but I think yeah. that they're <laughs> mechanics with drinking problems. They may yep. be building a bike together as a group, mm-hmm. and that's another way you can do it. You don't have to help strangers. For me, I just wanted to help these younger kids who I think are clueless and just need that little bit of help. People like Mason, perfect example. Just he didn't know how to do the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when your equipment can dictate whether you live or die it's kind of nice to know how it works a little yeah bit. yeah and 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 you know when people show up to you know have whatever worked on and you guys look at their bike and you're like oh good god this person doesn't know that their tire pressures is this or their right. chain looks like that or you can tell their rear tires on crooked or something yeah yeah just, <laughs> just having someone come over stuff. yeah you can you can save them in other ways yep like, do you know that your fork oil is dripping all over your caliper right now? And <laughs> that's why your right arm that's is That's a huge. break? I thought it was another handle. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a, you know, grip exercise or right. a jiggy. Right. So if you have any questions and would like to do something like this, or you have a garage full of tools and you'd like to have some company, uh, feel free to contact me with questions and I can uh, tell you how to do it. And here's how you can reach me. You can reach us. <laughs> I got really? the car right now. No, come on. Oh, I dropped it. Oh, <laughs> the pressure. This is why. On, on Facebook, it's Recycle Santa Cruz. Our email is recyclemotorcyclegarage at gmail.com. And a website is motorcyclesandmisfits.com. If you want to ask us anything, or if you'd like to donate gear or whatever. You can reach us at one of those three places. Oh, also, we have a YouTube page, which is Recycle Santa. Has anybody actually looked at that? 
There, yeah, there are I put more videos on. Oh, okay. There are some more stuff. And we'll we'll post a photo of that uh, rotor there too, so you can check yep. it out. And also, don't forget to like and rate us on iTunes. Thank yep. you. Oh, nice. All right. And so that's it. So yeah, thanks for listening. This is Liza, Doug, Antonio, Knock, Adrian, and we are out. Cool, cool. So we're, we're going. He's all it. Uh, donuts like. Uh, so we're, we're going. He's all it. Uh, donuts like. Uh, so we're, we're going. He's all it. Uh, donuts like. Uh, so we're, we're going. He's all it. Uh, donuts like. Uh,